Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am so excited that you're about to listen in on another episode of the Made Possible by podcast. I wanted to take a quick second to let you know exactly what we do. Made Possible by makes giving easy for community-minded businesses and provide a more effective way to share their stories of good. Now let's jump into the podcast. Welcome to the Made Possible by Podcast, where we have conversations around good with community-minded individuals. We hope that today's episode inspires you to go out and do good. Hello, and thank you again for joining us for another conversation around good. I am Tracy with Made Possible By, and we do two things. We help community-minded businesses process their sponsorship requests, and then we provide a better way to share their stories of good. And this is the one way, one way that we do that is uh, by hosting this podcast, Conversations Around Good, and we love to tell businesses stories, and we love to tell individual stories, nonprofit stories, anyone who's doing cool things in their community because we love to make good loud. And today I'm excited to introduce to you Dr. Nathan Proud. Dr. Proud has a practice, Proud Dental, which makes sense, uh, in Guthrie, America. Uh, Dr. Proud is originally from Canada, northern Alberta. We're going to need to hear more about that. I love the moose. I like to hear about moose stories. Um, You went to University Loma Linda in California, and your family, you're married to Kira. How long have you all been married? Uh, It'll be 14 years. That's a long time. I'm telling you, I think people should get awards (laughs) for every so often just for staying married because it's not easy. And you have two boys, two little toe-headed blonde boys, super cute, uh, Carter and Cooper. Um, so Nathan, tell us a little bit more about you. Tell us something unique about you. Well, I love being involved with, you know, family and church and, you know, outside of that, I love to just run, bike and swim and have lots of hobbies outside of that. But what are other hobbies? Like what? Well, mostly those ones run, run, bike and swim, but you do triathlons then? Yeah. Okay. How many have you done? 30 oh my gosh that's a lot all over the country or local mostly mostly local (laughs) i've gone down to texas and new orleans and stuff like that Mm -hmm. how do you fare do you are you in the top have you won have you ever won (laughs) no i've never won okay if there's one thing in life there's there's always somebody better that's yeah that's true no, you can't be phenomenal at everything. So, no, I, I do okay. Like, I, yeah. I'm kind of middle of the pack for, okay. you know, overall. But yeah. in my age group, I do maybe a little bit better than average. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, tell us a story of growing up in Canada. What, uh, like, when you think of that, other than your family, clearly, your family, you're going to remember that. But what's unique about that now, how, now, having lived other places? What's unique about growing up in Canada? Well, in many regards, Oklahoma is very similar to where I grew up. The people, the even the, you know, the way that it, all the topography and everything else like that. It's obviously it does get hotter here. And it does get hotter here than Canada. There's yes. not nearly <laughs> as much snow, but yeah, um, it has a lot of similarities there. Um, we don't see moose here, though. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, growing up in the farm is a lot different. Like you know, you're segregated from. A lot of just, you know, you get to your siblings and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
there's always something to do and there's always something to work as well too. Yes. So what kind of farm did you grow up on? So it was a grain farm. You okay. know, we didn't have any cattle or anything, but we had a lot of acres. And okay. And you have a big family? Yeah, I have, you know, it's just a total of six of us, you know, okay. my parents and whatnot. So I have some brothers and sisters. Yeah. Are they all in Canada still? No, actually one of them, I more or less convinced to move to Edmond too. Really? Yeah. Nice. He works in the oil and gas industry. I'm like, well, you may as well come live here. Might as well come to yeah. Oklahoma. That's right. That's right. So how did you end up at school in California after being in Canada? So I met my wife there in grad school. She was going through as well. And we checked out Canada. We thought about going there. We toured around right before graduating. But at the end of the day, Oklahoma just went on out. Her parents moved here 25 or so years ago from California. Mm-hmm. And we kind of ideally just wanted to be beside one set of parents and yeah. other family and stuff like that too. So we just packed up and moved on out here. Okay. Had you been to Oklahoma before that? Uh, just to like visit her family. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. Because most people think Oklahoma, we still get some cowboy Indian images. You mm-hmm. know, we think flat and open. Um, a friend of mine hosted a dinner with international students and she she's on the edge of Oklahoma City, but she has some land. It's not a huge piece of property. And this one gentleman from the Middle East, he was very uncomfortable because it was just out in the open. He was used to just being around people all the time. So, but in Canada, you're going to have great big wide open spaces. Oh yeah. 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 All kinds. Like we'd, you know, growing up, we'd go out four wheeling and we'd just leave. And this time before cell phones and we'd be gone for like hours at a time. And then our parents would just there's like, realize okay. we'll, we'll come back at yeah, some point <laughs> eventually eventually you'll all come back mm-hmm. so did you have to fight the moose to stay off your grain uh occasionally actually like yeah. more so the deer okay. um yeah. you know when you have excess amounts of grain you sometimes do have to make like a grain pile because you don't have enough bins to put them on it yeah on a really good year yeah and i can remember this one time growing up um we were standing waiting for the bus and all of a sudden, this like moose walked right in front of us to go to that grain pile, and like it even like my little brother could have reached out and touched it. it was, wow, he was focused. Oh yeah, he was just. He's getting to the grain pile. How do you get him off? Uh, they generally scare away. Do they? Okay. You know, for the most part, okay. and for the minute amount that they actually have, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, because they're they can be aggressive, especially the mothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they definitely can. Yeah. They kill more people in Africa, in Africa, in Alaska, Africa, um, than bear do. I probably, that. yeah, because yeah. they're just they can be very yeah, you know, protective they, of their they stomp their on young. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh? Interesting. I've never seen a moose in person, so I need that's one of my goals. That's one of my goals. So tell us something that brought you joy this week. What was something that brought you made you smile? The weather minus the wind has been really nice. We got out, we went down over the weekend, we went down to Scissor Tail Park and just to see all the everybody out and about and enjoy the beautiful sunshine. And yeah, it was just nice to get outside and enjoy it. And I love spring, it's a wonderful time of year. Yeah, it makes a big difference for me. The weather, mm-hmm. it really affects me. Oh, yeah. And being able to get out and see humans again is really oh, nice to, yes. to yeah. do that. Yeah, no, it's good for everyone yes i'd like to think we're getting back towards normal i hope so i hope so i was on a call a zoom call with some people in the uk and they're on their third lockdown right now and they said they're probably not going to get out till june and that was being 
hopeful. Yeah. So it's crazy. It is. It is. Well, yeah. We overall we've been pretty fortunate. Like I think in Oklahoma County, there was one day they had some cases, but other than that, I think they've almost had zero cases since like March seventeenth. Yeah. So it, that's it's a big big deal. It's a good thing. It's great. It's a good thing. I don't know if because we're we're spread out or we're wearing our masks, we're doing the work. I don't know. I mean, the yeah. UK they're pretty they're yeah, pretty packed they in are. there. Like you take a place like Los Angeles or New York, yeah. Regardless of what circumstances they're gonna have, they're gonna have way higher case yes. numbers because yes. yeah, they're way closer together. Yes, I know. Well, they were they were shocked that we were out and about and living life fairly normal. Yeah. They said, "You cowboys, you're just out there doing that." <laughs> so well, we're still being well, smart. Yeah, exactly. I would you like know. to think we're still being yes, smart about things. We're still things. being smart, but yeah, it's just different. Uh, one of the things that I love about Dr. Proud is um, every year you dress up at Halloween. Um, what were you this last year? What were we? I don't know. We usually go on like some sort of theme or something. Yeah, like that. I, I remember. Well, Iron Man is the one that I love because uh, you can't see Dr. Proud, but Dr. Proud is tall. So he pulls off the Iron Man really well. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did this last year. We did the day of the dead costumes. So it was okay. mostly like cost or makeup and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. And I remember seeing you, but I don't remember what you dressed up as. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's kind of fun. It is fun. Yeah. It is fun. We, uh, in get through America, we have a big Halloween thing where all the businesses we close downtown and the kids come trick or treat. Thousands of kids yeah, come. It's I, there's a big deal. so many kids. There is. It is. It's a fun thing. Like we buy hundreds of dollars worth of candy yes. and we give it all away. Every bit of it. Every yeah. bit of it. I know. And uh, North Church sets up a kids area for kids to get to do things. Now with COVID, it was a little bit different. We get to, didn't get to do everything. There was a lot of masks wearing over your costumes, mm-hmm. but we still we still celebrated. So there you go. So. When people ask you about your business, what do you say? How do you describe your products or services? Are you selling yourself short because you just can't put it into words? You're good at what you do, but it's not always easy to communicate how you're great at your work with simplicity. But now you have help. My friend Andrea at Strategic Hype will help you clarify your mission and communicate your value with a hype kit. This process will help you cut through the noise and share the best of what you do. We recently did a hype kit for Made Possible By, and it has allowed us to really simplify our message in order to get greater reach. For details on all the good stuff you'll get out of this hype kit, email andrea at strategic-hype.com or reach out to us and we will personally connect you. What's good, people? Hey, this is Hetty again. I just want to, first of all, let's give a shout out to Tracy, our great host uh, for the conversation around good podcasts. We also want to give a shout out to another one of our sponsors, and that sponsor is Plenty Mercantile. We love, love, love the team at Plenty Mercantile. They have been great supporters of our platform. And so we're thankful that they are now sponsoring this podcast so that 
we can get great stories, inspiring stories out to you, the listener. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the story. It's been around since 2012. They have several locations. They have one in uh, downtown Oklahoma City in the historic Automobile Alley. They have one in Edmond at Spring Creek and then also one in Chisholm Creek. And uh, the downtown store has a great rooftop venue and a warehouse for events. So uh, please check them out. You can go to their website at www.plentymercantile.com. And there you'll also find all their social handles. I follow them. Uh, the Made Possible Our team follows them. So we want you to go follow them as well. And they would love to meet you. So go ahead and stop by one of their locations and just always remember shopping uh, at local retailers make makes a big difference. All right, let's jump into this episode. I'm tossing it over to Tracy. What motivated you to become a dentist? Where did that begin? Well, I don't know. When I was growing up, I... I was always relatively sociable as I got older. When I was younger, I was a little quieter. But as I got older, I realized I like being with people. I like, you know, not just being out in the tractor for hours and hours on end. And I kind of knew that that life wasn't exactly for me. So I come to kind of realize that, like, you know, I did reasonably good in school. So I thought, oh, I wonder what kind of jobs I could do that would still afford some opportunity to have a little bit of a, a life and, you know, hobbies and stuff like that. So... Um, you know, looked into dentistry, and then once I looked into it, I had the the good and the bad of actually getting hit in the face with a baseball bat, and it knocked out a chunk of my tooth. Oh my heavens! In high school, and but the dentist that did it, he did such a great job, treated me so well, and it's actually still in my mouth exactly the same as it was. Wow, he did a really good he job. Did a good job. Yeah, he did. Wow. So that kind of inspired you to get out there and. Yeah. Yeah, and just, you know, obviously, once you kind of get into your profession, you you usually embrace it and enjoy it a whole lot more so. Mm-hmm. And I really have found that with dentistry as well, too, because there's so many different facets to it, um, especially just general dentistry, because you can kind of do a little bit of everything and you can help out in many different ways. Like some days you're doing a filling or some days you're, you know, taking a tooth out that's just been really painful for someone or another day you're just transforming someone's smile completely mm-hmm. so it's it's great okay there's lots of di- every day's different yeah. in some ways yeah definitely so okay. and it's you know it's a service too like yes. you literally you are. are serving you someone are. and mm-hmm. it's um you know it can obviously be very intimate as well too because you're like literally in their space all you the time are and in their space. there's obviously some trust and rapport that you have to build up in there too so there's a lot of like interactions with people that you have to build up that trust and stuff mm-hmm. especially with the little kids do yeah. they i mean are they pretty i don't know i mean as i i picture little kids just being frightened by the whole situation but i guess if you start them early enough that yeah. they just get yeah that's usually what helps more mm-hmm. than anything um often the the worst culprits are the parents <laughs> they <laughs> tell them all these horror stories yes. and say all these bad things and then it, yes. it does it freaks them on out yes um but more times than not they just you know they just want to show up and 
have a fun time we you know, watch tv and give them a little prize or something like that just make it as enjoyable and as you can that they just have fun parents we get in the way in a lot of ways oh, yeah. not just dentistry <laughs> <laughs> we, we sometimes shoot ourselves in the foot um so tell us about um what giving back to the community looks like for you um i can list some ways that i know that you do as well but what are some ways that your business chooses to invest well you know Obviously, when we're working day to day, it's hard to like tangibly go out and be in the community day to day. But there are ways that we can still help. Um, believe it or not, going back to my school, their motto is service is our calling. Mm. So I, I kind of have like taken that to heart. And, you know, how do you serve people? Well, sometimes, yes, it's right face to face with them and helping them on out but in some ways it's indirectly as well so you know we do support a number of different community type of and you know sponsorships whether it be anywhere from sports teams to local events and the chamber to guthrie actually has a lot of like yes, downtown do. events too we that we we happily get roped into as well because <laughs> you're right downtown <laughs> yeah and to just be part of that as well to just you know you a community is meant to be a part of it like you're meant to be mixed in with it um, not necessarily just to do your own thing and yeah just try to embrace that as much as we can um you know one thing that we do every year is we have a like a free a free clinic that we offer and we just want to help out anyone that we can it's another way of just kind of giving back to the community and it's, yeah, we've done it for a number of years now and it's, yeah, it's very gratifying. It makes a big difference because yeah. not everyone has dental insurance mm -hmm. and your mouth is pretty important, mm -hmm. right? Yes, that's what I was going to mention was your free clinic days as well. Yeah. Then you guys did the bed race too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was your bed, did you have a princess bed? We had a giant princess a bed. A giant princess bed. <laughs> I was trying to tutus. remember. <laughs> In the tutus, that's right. That's right, I remember that. And you're the tooth fairies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember that your bed was short. Yeah, in retrospect, like, <laughs> like for a display piece, it wasn't bad, no. but for a speed piece, it was terrible. Well, and it's one of those things that you live and learn mm -hmm. on the bed race because you think this is going to work, but until you actually do it, it's not, it's not going to work because I was no. at the chamber when we're still doing it and our bed weighed a ton yeah. because uh, a local industry, um, auto quit made it for us and they're, they make lifts. And so they were all welding things and it was cool, but it was way too heavy. Yeah. It was way too heavy, but you know, well, we've had beds that fall apart out there as well because they're not quite as well put together yeah but it's a fun one yeah it's fun it's a fun one yeah. the tutus were perfect <laughs> well you know just lean lean into the awkwardness that's right <laughs> i mean how often in your life do you get to wear a tutu mm -hmm. not very often i'm sure you can use it for halloween again sometime if probably you want. so what does community mean to you what does that look like if you had to define that word Uh, to be part of something bigger, hmm. you know, like with a community, you're never just an individual. You're part of something that, you know, you're all in it together one way or the other. Um, what that exactly looks like, it's different, but you're all in it together one way or the other. Um, you know, even take this pandemic and stuff like that. Like you can, you can make it as big or as small as you want it to be. And 
when it really comes down to it, the tangible things, your day to day, it comes down to your community on how things are affected. Like, can you go out and still get groceries? Can you go and see your, you know, your loved ones and such? Those are the people that are going to be in your community that you can still potentially reach on out to. And outside of that community, it's hard at this point in time. It really is like, you know, we're fortunate that we have things like, you know, video conferences and stuff like that these days. But, you know, there's still plenty of people that they're not really getting reached out to. And um, but the ones that are nearby are the ones that we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just being connected. I like that. I like that. Being part of a bigger thing because nobody wants to do life alone. Yeah. There you go. So do you think it's important for businesses to give back to their community and why? Why would you think it is? Well, for sure. Like, you know, I like to think of it like it's a non-tangible investment. Like, you know, sometimes you're just literally giving money to whatever the cause might be. And yes, you're not exactly going to get dividends back towards that. Um, but you're, you're believing in something, you're believing in a cause, you're believing in whatever they're trying to put on forth as well. Um, not only that, you have the capability to show that you can lean on each other's shoulders, that I will support you in this. And then when the time comes, you will support me in something else. And when that occurs, that's what community really grows. Mm -hmm. And they have a, you know, a place to really thrive. Mm -hmm. Taking care of each other. Mm -hmm. That's great. So give us your uh, 30 second shout out, your motivational statement. If you had to leave us with one thing today, what would you say? Well, I like to make my smile oriented and say that you can tell if you're smiling. Even with the mask on, you can tell. And to go out and smile in the world, you wouldn't believe how that will change somebody's life today. Whether it be walking down the street, whether it be even talking with someone, when you have that beautiful smile on your face, it will uplift hearts. It does. It does. I like that. Even with the masks. Mm -hmm. Even with the masks. Because you can see it in their eyes. Yes. I'm a squinter when I smile. <laughs> you can see it very much. So. Your whole face gets involved. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I have a couple friends who always give me the business for using gifts and texting. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you're the queen of gifts. And I said, does it make you smile oh, yeah. when I do it? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, then there you go. Mission accomplished. Yeah. It's making you smile. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I like to communicate with exaggeration and with feeling and with smiling with your eyes. Yeah. So there you go. That's great. Well, thank you, Dr. Proud, for You're joining welcome. us today. I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I want And thank you again for joining us for another conversation around good. If you are an individual, a business, or a nonprofit, you're out there doing cool things in the community, reach out to us. We would love to share your story. Go to madepossibleby.us. Thank you for joining us for another conversation around good. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on a story of good. Made Possible By makes giving easy for community-minded businesses and provides a better way to share their stories of good. Go to madepossibleby.us for more information or to sign up to be a guest on our podcast. Now, get out there and make good loud.